Hey, come on in, come on in, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Can Party. Let me show you around. This is an entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and those aspiring to be so. The aim is to introduce you to inspiring, like-minded people who are doing what they love every single day and having so much fun in the process. You see, business can and should be fun. I'm your host, Scott Stockdale, and it's my job to tease out their habits, routines, successes, failures, favorite resources, books, etc., etc. All that good stuff. Alrighty, make yourself at home, grab yourself a drink, and let's get this party started. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 141 of Entrepreneurs Can Party. I'm your host, Scott, and to quote Monty Python, today I've got something completely different for you. Reason for this is it will become very apparent very soon, but the episode today is all about five underrated pleasures that quieten my mind. So the reason I wanted to talk about this this week is a couple of reasons. So if you are based in the UK, like I am, and an England fan, then at the time of this recording, so the England match, um, the England match between Italy and England for the Euros took place uh, yeah, a couple of days ago. And as a nation, I think it's fair to say we are feeling a little down. England got beaten on penalties, really good game, and yeah, it was really, really sad actually to see the three lads miss the penalties and ultimately see us not win the trophy. So I was feeling a little bit down come the Monday. Uh, so yeah, the game took place on the Sunday. I was feeling a little bit down. I know it sounds really trivial. But I was feeling a little bit down on the Monday. And then I had a couple of other pieces or a couple of other things which happened on the Monday in my own personal life, which kind of made me feel a little bit down. So when I get to this place, when I do feel a bit down, there are five things that I turn to. And I wanted to share them with you today because as well as being yeah, underrated pleasures, I think also they are uh, a little bit strange. <laughs> so, you know, I wanted to, to share these with you, see if they resonate, and hopefully they'll be of use to you as well. And I think as well as people, you know, who are trying to, to do things, to make things happen, and I suspect you are someone who's got a million projects on the go, then I think as well it's nice occasionally to take some time out to, to engage in these what I call underrated pleasures. So if you fit either of these camps, maybe you are feeling a little bit down for whatever reason, who knows, it can happen, or you are someone who is just feeling a little bit burnt out as I am at the moment, then yeah, these five underrated pleasures, which I turn to to quiet my mind, may help you. So number one is listening to classic FM. I sound like such an old man saying this right now. Uh, many, my granddad, for one, listens to Classic FM, and I think that's how I got into it. But so, a bit of context: Classic FM is just a radio station that plays classical music all day, every day. Occasionally has some news and stuff in it, but yeah, by and large, it is just classical music from the ages. And yeah, as as a twenty five year old, it sounds uh, it's a little embarrassing for me to say this. I don't think it should be, but I think there is definitely a stigma around the classical music being for old footy duddies, and yeah, I don't necessarily fit that stereotype. So it it is wonderful. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Listen to the music whilst I'm driving to the gym, typically because that's the only time I really listen to the radio. And on the way back, and occasionally if I'm driving to the shops then I'll, I'll listen to it as well. So it is, yeah, a guilty, underrated pleasure, and I don't know what it is about it. Um, I think maybe because I've always been into music, so I play a couple of instruments, and I've always been, I guess, in that space where playing music, listening to music is kind of accepted, but certainly not something I, I tell friends that often, just because I know I'll get the piss taken out of me. 
But hey, I'm sharing it with you, the listener, right now. So if you can relate, if you have a guilty musical pleasure, whether it's classical music or pop charts or cheesy songs, whatever it is, I would love to hear that. So do get in touch. Underrated pleasure number two is washing the dishes. (laughs) And again, sounds very weird, a bit strange. How can you get pleasure from washing the dishes? Let me explain. So when I obviously cook at home and always have the dishes to do and I try and do them straight away after I've finished eating. And you know what? I do find it very therapeutic. There's something about the warm soapy water on your hands as you as I get to stare out the window just aimlessly. Uh, yeah, there's something really, really nice about that. And it's just a couple of minutes or five to ten minutes washing the dishes, a bit of quiet time. Occasionally I'll listen to music, um, not classical music incidentally, but I'll just listen to some music on my Spotify playlist, and it is a really chilled out time. And also I have found that some of my best creative ideas come when I'm washing the dishes as well. Uh, I find this when I'm having showers too. I think there's something to be said about having these periods of downtime and actually letting your mind just wander, and when you're not trying to think of an idea or think of a solution, those solutions often come. So That is underrated pleasure number two. Underrated pleasure number three, playing the keyboard. So admittedly, if you're not musical, then this may seem a stretch. But if you do enjoy playing music, writing music, making music, and actually even if you don't at the moment, but you would like to get into it, definitely recommend giving the keyboard a go or piano a go. You can get them off at eBay for like less than 30, 40 pounds. And it is one of those things that once you start getting half decent at it, which I I guess, not to toot my own horn, I am half decent now, only because I've been practicing for like six, seven years on and off. Um, yeah, it is, it's for me, it's like a form of meditation. And again, very lucky the setup I have here that I can just practice on the keyboard um, and stare out the window whilst I'm doing it because yeah, it's a nice view of the park and stuff. Um, but having said that, even if you don't have those wonderful views, it is a form of meditation in my eyes. You do just get so engrossed in the music, your mind can not really think about anything else. You're just focusing so much on playing the right notes and it clears your mind. It is immensely satisfying. So if you don't have any musical bones in you, there are many, many fantastic YouTube videos out there to teach you. Ali Abdal, incidentally, also has a really good Skillshare course that looks specifically at jazz piano for beginners. So if you're wanting to uh, get started with something that actually is very attainable and something that is a nice way into learning music, then I will link to Ali Abdal's Skillshare course all about jazz piano for beginners. Definitely recommend. Underrated pleasure number four is talking on the phone with loved ones. This one's a big one for me, particularly during lockdown. I have found it to be immensely satisfying and again it kind of comes back to almost a form of meditation, just getting out your head. I find that when I'm talking with people and I'm actively engaging in a conversation. Yeah, I do find that to be really, really helpful to to disconnect from the things, the thoughts uh, that go around in my mind. So it usually, for me at least, uh, yeah, they're not kind of structured in any way, just having calls. Um, often, like, we book them in advance just because a lot of my friends and family are pretty busy, so it's useful to have them kind of in the diary, but other than that, just rock up and... Um, often chatting for hours on an evening um, with friends, which is, yeah, which is really nice. So so it's an underrated pleasure in the sense that we all know we probably should be keeping in touch with our loved ones, 
Um, but often we forget to make that effort. And actually, I read somewhere, it was this morning on an email, uh, a newsletter that I subscribed to um, by Molly McLaughlin, who's actually been a guest on uh, on Entrepreneurs Can Party. I'll leave a link to that episode in the show notes. She talked about, all about sleep, but actually in her newsletter, she talked about, um, it was a quote from Alan Batain, I believe, who's like a philosopher and the founder of School of Life. And he said that around 60% of your happiness is generated by one person, a partner, a spouse, family member, whoever it is, that one really close connection you have, yeah, typically a partner, yeah, generates 60% of your happiness there or thereabouts, according to Alan. So that's pretty insane. So yeah, getting on the phone with people that you care about, really, really important, and it is definitely an underrated pleasure. And the fifth and final one I wanted to leave you with is, uh, if you like reading, then highly recommend reading a fiction book for an hour before going to bed. If you can, paperback works best just because you haven't got any lighting or anything like that. But if you can't, the kit on the Kindle works as well. And yeah, I find this, this is a practice I've done for a little while now. And rather than reading a, a non-fiction book where I kind of think about the th- topics too much and kind of get engrossed in the, in the material, having a fiction book to turn to means, again, I can kind of just get lost in the story, not kind of think too much, all about quieting my mind. So my setup, I'll just have the book uh, yeah, by my side as I'm reading on the sofa, usually have some some snacks as well, just some nuts or whatever to, to tuck into whilst I'm reading, and yeah, it's a really relaxing way to, to end the night. So those are my five underrated pleasures, and before I leave you, I wanted to run some checks by you as well, just to make sure that uh, that you know as well as doing or hopefully trying some of these underrated pleasures if you haven't already actually having the foundations in place can be really helpful as well so these checks come from one of my favorite writers who i'm sure i've talked about many many times on this podcast the wonderful tim ferris and he has a checklist that he turns to when he's feeling unfocused and i think as well when you're wanting to quieten your mind can be really helpful for that so check number one am i eating enough you know if you skip breakfast and lunch you don't need to journal, you just need to eat, in Tim's words, some nuts. So keep it really, really simple. Check number two, am I consuming too much caffeine? If you want to achieve a zen-like state, there are two things you can do, according to Tim. So number one, meditate twice a day. And number two, stop consuming caffeine. And then step number three, what are 20% of the activities that produce 80% of the results that you want? Spend one or two pages on that. So those are three checks. The other two go without saying. So getting exercise, whether it's at the gym or going for a run, whatever that might be. And then they say getting around six to eight hours sleep. Uh, Numerous studies say that. So those are some checks, some underrated pleasures. Would love to hear what your underrated pleasures are. And with that being said, hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And I'm sure we'll speak again very, very soon. Do take care. Hey, hey, so outsourcing to a virtual assistant for less than $5 an hour has been a game changer for me. My VA living in Vietnam is, for one, a lovely human being, and two, she saves me so much time every single week since we started working together in May 2020. She produces these episodes, she edits audio, she sends emails to guests, she creates social media posts, she writes show notes, completes ad hoc tasks, and we spend less than one hour a week communicating over Zoom and email. Pretty dreamy, am I right? 
Well, I now share all these systems, insights, and mistakes I've made in my very first Udemy course, so you too can outsource to a virtual assistant and save over 10 plus hours a week. Since launching in November 2020, over 80 students have enrolled and the course has received over 20 five-star ratings. To find out more, check out the link in my show notes where you can get an exclusive discount or visit udemy.com forward slash course forward slash outsource hyphen two hyphen a hyphen virtual hyphen assistant. That's not easy to say. Let me just repeat that. That's udemy.com forward slash course forward slash outsource hyphen two hyphen a hyphen virtual hyphen assistant for more details.